Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. A first sentence in Myanmar, an explosive report about drug use in Parliament, and the firing of a network's top anchor. It's Monday, December 6th. Here's your News Fix. Myanmar's Aung San Suu Kyi has been sentenced to four years in jail. According to AFP, she was found guilty of both incitement and violation of pandemic restrictions and was sentenced to two years for each. Remember that Aung San Suu Kyi was Myanmar's leader in all but name, as the constitution blocked her from being president. In November 2020, her party had a decisive victory in the election. However, the military, without providing evidence, said it was a fraudulent election. On February 1st, they staged a military coup on what would have been the first day of the new parliament. Aung San Suu Kyi and a number of other prominent politicians were detained. It's worth noting here that as Al Jazeera pointed out, today's sentence is only the first in a dozen charges that she faces. The article went on to say, quote, other cases against the Nobel Peace Prize laureate include multiple charges of corruption, violations of a state secrets act, and a telecoms law that altogether carry a maximum sentence of more than a century in prison. We'll keep a close eye on this story for any updates, but for anybody that wants to know any background or context on this, we've included in the newsletter a link to our recent piece, Myanmar, the constant struggle for democracy. Now, the Speaker of the UK's House of Commons is set to call in police this week over claims drug use in Parliament is rife. Sky News reported there is, quote, growing evidence that both cocaine and cannabis is being openly used in Parliament. According to the Sunday Times, who broke the explosive story, 11 out of 12 locations tested found traces of cocaine, with some of them being areas with access limited to MPs. In terms of context from the Sunday Times, it said, quote, a former MP is alleged to have put his drug dealer on the parliamentary payroll, claiming that the man was a member of his staff as a way of paying him for the drugs. That same former MP is also rumoured to have dealt drugs himself. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to the Sunday Times piece, which includes a map of where exactly cocaine was traced in Parliament. Now, a story we're keeping an eye on, according to CNN, the Biden administration is set to announce at some point this week that there will be a US diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics next year. The move would mean that American athletes could still compete, but no government figures would attend, sending a message against China's record of human rights abuses. Now, in our pandemic update this morning, we wanted to start with what we felt was a really powerful quote from Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations. He said, quote, the people of Africa cannot be blamed for the immorally low level of vaccinations available to them, nor should they be collectively punished for identifying and sharing crucial science and health information with the world. In terms of the Omicron variant itself, at this point, the variant has now been reported in at least 38 countries and around 16 US states. According to the World Health Organization, there have so far been no deaths reported in connection with this variant. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to what we felt was a really excellent article with some very helpful information. Now covering the coverage, on Saturday, CNN announced they had fired primetime anchor Chris Cuomo, effective immediately. Remember that Cuomo was indefinitely suspended last week after documents revealed the extent to which he helped his brother, former New York governor Andrew Cuomo, when he faced multiple sexual harassment claims. CNN hired a respected law firm to conduct a further review. They say that on Friday, additional information came to light, leading to Cuomo's firing on Saturday. The New York Times reported that additional information was an accusation of sexual misconduct against Chris Cuomo made by a former junior colleague at another TV network. The New York Times described it as, quote, a stunning downfall for the network's top-rated host. 
In a stark statistic this morning, roughly three quarters of girls surveyed say they have received explicit photos of male genitalia online, with most of them unwanted and unsolicited. A quote in the Times from Professor Jessica Ringrose on this says, quote, Young people in the UK are facing a crisis of online sexual violence. Despite these young people saying they felt disgusted, embarrassed and confused about the sending and receiving of non-consensual images, they rarely want to talk about their online experiences for fear of victim blaming and worry that reporting will make matters worse. If you watch one thing today, let it be this video we've included in the newsletter. Back in September, during the Jewish New Year, six Palestinians made an astonishing escape from a high-security Israeli prison, digging a tunnel with a rusty spoon. It was a highly embarrassing incident for Israeli authorities, with multiple reports the guard in the watchtower, directly above where the six escaped from, was fast asleep while on duty. All six were rearrested within weeks and are due in court this week. And in the newsletter, we've included what is a fascinating piece by the BBC, exploring important context and portraying the very different perspective on this between Palestinians and Israelis. It's well worth a watch, trust me. In Twitter trends, two very specific things going viral. Justice Secretary Dominic Raab went viral yesterday when discussing the fallout over an alleged Christmas gathering at Downing Street last year. During an interview with Andrew Marr, Raab said police don't normally investigate things from the past, sparking a lot of backlash online. The clip has been viewed 5.6 million times in less than 24 hours. Also going viral, a Republican congressman sparked a huge debate online after uploading a photo of himself and his family all brandishing their guns. Kentucky's Thomas Massey uploaded the photo with a Merry Christmas message. The photo was uploaded just days after the most recent school shooting in the US, which left four people dead. According to BBC News, Massey is opposed to any type of gun reform, saying it would not prevent school shootings, and also called for the age to buy handguns to be lowered from 21 to 18 earlier this year. Now lastly, today at nightfall marks the end of Hanukkah, a Jewish festival also known as the Festival of Lights. The festival lasts for eight days and is celebrated with a nightly lighting of a menorah, an ancient Hebrew lampstead. The Hebrew word Hanukkah means dedication. The festival celebrates the rededication of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. That's today's fix. Have a great day.